0: Hey, this is Dr. Evans Karyuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. A culture of allegiance fights the fifth column are you understanding it fights the fifth column this teaching and these prayers are prayers that help you beyond just your relationship in church if you examine children family you will begin to see that allegiance even in the family is important amen It is important to realize that your family has a specific purpose on this earth and the moment people begin to go out of their purpose it causes uh problems amen a culture of allegiance is our prayer the fifth column where we left off yesterday is very unique there are certain characteristics of the fifth column that you need to understand. Characteristic number one is the fifth column is hidden in plain sight, but yet it is unseen. People who are rebellious, people who are disloyal they are in your midst and they look like everyone else they clap like everyone else they smile like everyone else until the pressure is on are you understanding the teaching they're part of us judas judas healed like all the other disciples judas raised the dead judas manifested miracles judas did everything that all the other disciples did in fact judas was so good that he even tried to tell jesus how he should run the ministry are you understanding somebody say hidden in plain sight it is not an attack that comes from the outside it's from within Hidden in plain sight. Majority of the spiritual battles you will fight, you win in prayer, because most of them are spiritual. Are you understanding? The Bible tells us, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3, I want you to go there. Know ye not that you shall judge angels. Do you see that? Underline that word, judge angels. Know ye not that you shall judge angels. One day, you're going to, and and I already do this in the spiritual realm. I'm not saying everyone needs to do it. But as you mature in faith, you get to this level. One day, you're going to sit, and your angels will be presented before you and you will say whether they did a good job or not. Well, I'm not saying everyone needs to do this, you understand, but I want to give you an example. If I am, uh, I wake up one day and I'm a bit, the, the other day I woke up and my stomach was not well. It was because I was teaching on deliverance. Um, so I was going, undergoing spiritual warfare. But after two, three days, I sat in my closet and I said, ministering spirits, there's something you're not doing. I'm fasting, I'm praying, I'm living holy, but my body is afflicted. Let's, let's line up with the word of God. Amen. If I'm walking, again, I'm not saying this is for you, this is what I do. If I'm walking and I hit my toe, I say, angels, that's too close be on assignment because we are called to judge angels do you understand so i want you to think about this concept that we've been called that one day do you not know let's go back to first corinthians 6 3. know you not that we shall judge angels how much more things that pertain to this life do you see that so Think about the fact that one day you will sit in judgment against angels. Don't forget, Satan was first an angel. If God judges angels, we have authority that one day we will be in authority to judge angels. Jesus said, I have the authority to command a legion of angels. And if you have the same authority that Jesus had, you can command a legion of angels. Are you understanding? So there are unseen spirits and unseen things that are working for us and that are at our command. Are you understanding? But I want you to think about it from this concept. We are fighting enemies we can't see We have an army we can't see. We are fighting enemies we can't see. We have an army we can't see. But through our actions, we will manifest one or the other. Are you understanding? So if you're judging an angel for being unfaithful, and you yourself are an unfaithful person, the angel will be like, no, no, hold up. Some men right here. Are you understanding? The judge should be at a higher standard, at a higher moral standard. So, and, and, and this is where you need to understand the spirituality with which even I approach prayer. When we go before the Lord and say, Lord, there is nothing in me. And if there be anything in me, reveal it and I'll deal with it. It's because I know me living in holiness, me having nothing that the devil can come and say, I've done, is power in the spiritual realm. Are you understanding? it gives me a position of judgment and authority in the spiritual realm. The spirits that you're fighting are spirits that are unseen, but they see everything that we do. They see everything that we do. So the judgment of angels and spiritual beings We shall be the ones to judge them. And the Bible says, how much more shall you judge the things on this earth? Are we together? So, when demonic spirits are surrounding us and our life is surrounded by unseen spirits, unseen spirits, it's important for you to realize that the devil... Who is an angel? The devil who is an angel, you will judge the devil one day. But the Bible says that the devil is an accuser of the brethren. My point to you is this. If you will judge the devil one day, don't give him a reason to talk back to you. Don't give him a reason to judge back. You know, when you go into the presence of God, uh, if you have been misbehaving and you lift up your hands, how many of you know your heart and your mind tells you you'll be serious? The things you are doing and now you're you're here saying you're holy. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Say amen. Like if, if you've been doing something wrong, It's like you even feel dirty in the presence of God. Disloyalty is exactly like that. You cannot face people you're disloyal with. It's fake hugs, fake whatsapps, fake... It's like everything is uncomfortable because of disloyalty. My point is there are unseen things that reveal to us that something is off. Are you understanding? And those unseen things convict us and make us feel like uh, something is wrong. Like there's an elephant in the room because of disloyalty. Are we together? All right. Go to Revelation chapter two verse twelve. Beautiful scripture. Revelation two twelve, Revelation two thirteen. When you have it, uh, my prayer partner here will read it. Amen. Revelation is easy to find. It's the last book in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Culture of allegiance.
1: And to the angel of the church in Pergamos, write. These things saith he which hath the sharp sword sword with two edges. Uh-huh I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. Uh-huh. And thou holdest fast my name." Uh-huh. And hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you
0: where Satan dwelleth. The Bible says I know where you dwell. You literally sit in hell where Satan has his throne. Are we together?
2: And you even in hell you've been Faithful,
0: You have held allegiance to the faith, allegiance to my name, allegiance to my work, even unto death. Do you see that? Amen. You've held it on. You've not let go. God is telling us, Even in hell, even in the worst of the worst, you should still hold on to faith. There is nothing that should make us give up loyalty and become disloyal. Nothing on this earth should ever make you criticize the work of God. Nothing on this earth should ever make you speak against the work of God, against the things of God. The only thing that can move you out of that. I want you to understand this fifth column. The Bible says, the devil sits there. The devil sits there. In other words, this Trojan horse or this this fifth column has been brought in. But you did not move. You held on to your faith. Are you understanding? Like the devil literally
2: came and sat
0: and you did not move. The devil was right there but you held on
2: to your faith. What what does it take to
0: make you disloyal? What does it take? Is it the day you lose your seat in church and someone else sits where we, we... We get angry over, the Bible is telling us there are people who are sitting here and the devil was here. But they still held on to their faith. Is it the day you don't have a parking spot? Or the day the conference has a
2: fee on it? What what gets you?
0: We, we, we quiver and argue over such little nonsenses that mean nothing. While well, there are people who are sitting in the midst of hell. And they are faithful to the death. God give us a spirit that is faithful to the end. Lord, we will judge angels. We will judge spirits. And we ourselves must be allegiant to the work of God and to the cross of God. What, 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 what what makes you? You, Do you, do you know, I, 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 need, I need to tell you more stories. Like, in Africa, our bishop has been put in prison. I mean, Friday night, she's in jail. Saturday morning, she's being, Sunday morning, she's being released, goes home, showers, Comes back on the pulpit. And the church is full. And we continue with church. We continue. We have come to church. The door is locked. We'll have church outside. There is, there is no... It's like... Let's, let's keep the work moving. You know, one day I, I was like... Uh, Zoe... Not Zoe. Zion's age. And there was a little squabble in the church, you know, leaders, when you give them a little power, they act funny. So these leaders thought they'll start telling Bishop, she was a reverend those days, on how to do certain things. And one day she woke up in church and said, you, 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 stand up. Anyone who was joined with them in talking, stand up. And a few people stood. And said so now tell the people of the church what you're saying. Oh this 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 okay. Does anyone agree with her with them? If you do. There's a door there, there's a door there, there's
2: a door there. Get out.
0: Get out. See you go go open the church of your system and your doctrines. Put up your banner and try. And then she said, my salary that I make, I'll never take a salary. You give it to the church. And do you know that is not a good thing. It is not a good thing for your leader to say they will not be blessed by you. For them to close their hands to you. It took leaders and the church coming back together and saying, no, no, no you have to open up the doors of blessings. Are you understanding? We get so wrapped up in foolishness that won't matter in heaven. It's because people do not understand the unseen things. They don't realize you fight leaders, you're actually fighting yourself. Do you know children do not know that when you rebel against your parents, you're actually rebelling against, you're destroying yourself. It's you you're destroying. When you say things like, you never did anything for me, or you're this, you're that, you're not harming them. It's you you're destroying. It's because of this principle that nothing should ever cause you. I have taught you in this house, Regard if your father is the biggest bank robber and the biggest drug dealer and the biggest whatever, you should never raise up against your father. Whether he was there, whether he wasn't there, the Bible does not say honor your good father. And mother. No, no, no. There's no honor just the good ones. You honor them all. And some of you need to learn how to teach your children just because you and their other parent are separated doesn't mean they should dishonor them. Teach them, hey, go see your mother. Go see your father. Go build a relationship because you're going to cut off their blessing. But we, we, we think we have a reason. Man, these men, they never call me and we're in the same city. Please, please. There is no reason. Because you're on this earth by their work, that is reason enough to honor them. Are you understanding the teaching? So the Bible says, even in the seat of Satan and in the seat of craziness, Nothing should ever cause you to dishonor and be disloyal. Oh, 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 Bishop, this department has gotten too crazy. I'm done. What you're saying is you don't understand spiritual warfare. Oh, it's just too much. I'm done. You, 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 you're exposing your Christian immaturity. You're exposing Christian immaturity. Are you understanding? Bibles in our hands, let's stand up and pray that these unseen spirits that raise up against us, that we are going to be strong and we are going to war even in the middle where Satan is sitting. We are going to be loyal in Jesus' name. Ephesians 6, 11. You're in Corinthians. Corinthians, so all the yarns are together. So just keep going, you will end up, keep going to the right. You will end. No, no, you're in Revelation. So go left, go to all the yarns, and you will find them there. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. Are you enjoying having your Bible in your hand? It's beautiful, it's beautiful. Ephesians six eleven. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles. Of the devil, against the wiles of the devil, the whole armor of God is unseen in the natural, but it is seen in the spiritual realm. Amen. Do you know you never, you don't? Ah, you. Some of you will like these things, if you like amazing things in the Bible. Do you know in Scripture? you never change, in the spiritual realm, you never change clothes. You only change clothes when you change
2: authority. When you change position. It's
0: amazing. To me, it's amazing. So, if you're in the spiritual realm, and I say something like, I stand in my apostolic office. I put on an apostolic garment. Are you understanding? I put on an apostolic garment because my spiritual garment represents my authority. Are you understanding? If you are in warfare, you put on the whole armor of God, and that is your spiritual garment. So your spiritual garment represents what office and what position you're standing in. So when these spirits see your spiritual garment, they know what they're dealing with. So right now in this room, there are angels. And I've taught you, if there are angels, if someone told you I went into a heavenly vision and all they saw were good things and heavenly beings, they either missed it or it was not a heavenly vision. The spiritual realm has a kingdom of darkness and light. And right now they operate together. If you go to heaven, even the devil goes to heaven. Are you understanding? So it's not all just nice. Like you can be amazed by the colors and the splendor, but there are things. And people who have really had spiritual visions, say on their way like when they were being pulled they saw the death of humanity like if you said you entered heaven and outside the gates of heaven you did not see the hordes and the destruction of humanity no no you had a good encounter with with a vision but it was not heaven outside the gates of heaven there are dogs they are wicked people there is all manner of wickedness. Is what the Bible tells us. Are you understanding? I'm not saying your dog will not go into heaven. Please, that's between you and your theology. But I know they get to the gate. All right. So, so well. What was my point? Garments, garments, spiritual garments. So. You're wearing a garment in the spiritual realm. So when I am operating in my apostolic office or my bishop office, my overseer office, the devil sees that's the person in authority. So you want to strike the shepherd, the sheep's cutter. Are you understanding? This, this will bless you. When you are operating in a new office. Let us say you are a regular member and I said, hey, why don't you lead an e-life group or lead a department? Your garments in the spiritual realm change. And the devil says, ah! They have gone to a new level. You, eh? You've gone to a new level. And the devil begins to attack your new level. Are you understanding? In the spiritual realm, your garments, your authority changes. So the devil says, that's the one I have to attack. That is why after every promotion, after every promotion, you need to wear the armor of God. So the devil knows, I have a new office, but there is one office that will never change. That's the office of a warrior. If you want if you want a fight, I fought you when I was a member in a department. I fought you when I was in a department, I'll fight you when I'm a department head. I fought you as a department head, I'll fight you when I'm a deacon, when I'm a reverend, when I'm a pastor, when I'm a bishop. And if you want a fight, I'm always ready. Are you understanding? Don't get to a place where you get a new level of authority and get comfortable. So the Bible tells us, always put on the whole armor of God. And this is literally put on the whole armor of God. That way you may be able to withstand the works of Satan. You may be able to withstand. Lift up our voice. Somebody say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I put, on I put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. I put on, I put on the, whole armor the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The, of salvation. the breastplate of righteousness. The, the loins of, of truth. My feet are shod with, with the gospel of peace. I take on, I take on the, sword the, the sword of the Spirit. I take on, I take on the shield of faith. The shield of I declare declare every while while of Satan, Satan. every work work of Satan, Satan. I will overcome you. Satan, Satan. I give you no space, no space space in my calling, no space space in my future, no space space in my my church, no space in my family. In, in the mighty name, the mighty name of, the Lord Jesus of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed coming out. I'm blessed coming out. I am above. I am above and not beneath. And not beneath. I am ahead. I am the head and not the, tail. and not the tail. I am blessed. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings. All spiritual in, blessings. in Jesus' name. In Jesus Put your name. hands together and bless the glory, Lord. Glory. Now watch this. Watch this. Now that we have all done that, when a devil enters this room, they see an army. Are you understanding? In the spiritual realm, the devil sees, hey, this is a gathering of soldiers. This is a gathering of an army and the devil can do nothing in the midst of such believers. In the midst of believers, the devil in the spiritual realm right now is seeing swords and shields and helmets and breastplates and loins. Put on the whole armor of God. Before you walk into that crazy job, put on the whole armor of God. Before you walk into that argument with a son, a daughter, a family member put on the whole armor of God my daughter when you're done with your wedding dress take it off but put on the whole armor of God so you can fight for your marriage fight for your children fight for the work of God put on the whole armor of God put on the whole armor of God when you do that every day The devil looks and says, this is a serious Christian. This is one who is allegiant to their work. A soldier is always ready. Are you understanding? This is a serious Christian. Some of us get promoted and relax. Church, promotion is time for warfare. Are you in the house? Can we continue? Put your hands together and bless God. Take a seat. Are you receiving prayer points? Are you praying in your spirit? Amen. The word wiles, the word wilds, is the same word where we get methods. It is methodious, methodious. Wiles is methodious. It means different schemes and methods. Amen? You put on the whole armor to withstand those different schemes. You don't see it physically, but in the spiritual realm, is, it is seen. Now, why do people do disloyal things? First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.13 First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.13 We're talking about the fifth column being unseen. It is unseen. You can't see these things. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.13 You know, people do not, men, let me say this, even women, do not marry the most handsome person or the most beautiful person they've seen. They marry somebody and make them the most handsome or most beautiful to them people marry people marry things that are unseen you marry unseen things you get married to unseen things now there are some who marry like money and things like that, but those are not marriages that work. You marry how someone makes you feel. You marry for security. If I told you tomorrow, go bring security and show me, you you don't know what it looks like, but you know what it feels like. Are you understanding? You marry for unseen things. Right? And then out of those unseen things you manifest the seen things. You manifest. Out of unseen comes the seen. That is why somebody will ask you what do you see in this person? Because they don't see it. The Englishman said beauty is in the eye of the beauty is in the eye of the beholder one day actually just the other day i was talking to an older minister much older has preached this gospel for years around the world preached to over 90 million people and about 10 years ago he got married to a girl who is just here is legal age just a bit legal. Like still, still cannot drive straight, but has a license. You understand what I mean? You understand what I mean? And when he told me that, when he told me that, are you laughing? When he told me that, I said, I thought, he's a very good friend of mine, so I said, I thought at your age you would go for someone who is at least with you, he said, (laughs) he said, he said, no, that is not what I was looking for. So I said, so what were you seeing? And he saw what many people did not see. Are you understanding? He saw what many people did not see. And then they're happy. She's happy, he's happy, and people can complain, but it is what it is, and God is in it. You understand? So he saw what others could not see. Are you understanding? Look at this scripture. Go ahead and read First 1 Timothy 1.13. Who
1: was before a blasphemer, a prosecutor, and a murderer. But Uh I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief.
0: Paul says, before in my previous life, I was a prosecutor, an injurious person, or a murderer, a blasphemer, but I obtained mercy because I did it in ignorance. Are you understanding? people who blaspheme, people who persecute others, people who do these things are ignorant of something. They have unbelief in their heart. They have unbelief in their heart. People who are not loyal have unbelief in their heart. If you quit a job today, because the company has gone into trouble. Do you know when companies go into trouble and they, they, they start being really close to missing bills and things like that, people leave. And the reason why is because they don't believe they will have a paycheck tomorrow. Are you understanding? Unbelief in the future. So, disloyalty is connected to faith. If a wife or a husband cheats on one or the other, the reason why they are cheating is because they don't believe in the marriage. They don't believe in the marriage. Are you understanding? Unbelief, if you really dig deep into disloyal people, there is fear, there is unbelief, There are unseen spirits that are in operation in that person. My point to you is this. People who are mature in faith are extremely loyal. Oh yes. It is required of a steward to be found faithful. When you stand before God and you have done great work for him, what will he say? Thou great and faithful servant. Faithfulness is the height of maturity in Christian living. People divorce because they think this man or this woman will do me wrong. Or has done me wrong. They don't believe that the future is going to be greater. And disloyal people, in them, there's a lack of belief.
2: Church, uh,
0: Judas did not believe in Jesus Christ. Judas liked Jesus. Judas thought Jesus was a good man. But Judas did not believe he deserved to be the Christ. When people don't believe in your anointing, they will be disloyal. Don't, don't think that these people who come and tell you things like everyone is saying, or they are all saying, or let me tell you this because I am your friend. Don't think they are telling you that because they believe in you. It's an unseen. It, there's poison in the porridge and you don't know it. There is poison in the porridge. Jesus said, if you're for me, if you're not for me, you're against me. Are you understanding? Church, don't, don't believe the lie. Oh, people say many things. Oh, it's, it's me, it's not you, it's me, it's not you oh, I have found this and that and I'm going here to do this and to plant that and to do that. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie that they put together and decided how they will have a conversation with you. At the end of it, the scripture says it is unbelief. Unbelief. If you believe that this is the best thing that God is doing, why would you... Leave it. Are you understanding? If you believe that this is the place your life has developed and moved forward and been blessed, why would you leave it? Are you understanding? It's because the belief has changed. If you believe that this is the best spouse, the best husband, the best job, the best wife, the best situation for you, why? Why leave? Are you understanding? So, the
2: unseen thing is unbelief. It's unbelief.
0: It's unbelief. One day, I asked, you know, I tell you stories because that's what Paul did. Paul gave stories of what he has seen in the church um, because it teaches better. I found someone who was very good. In ministry. And I was new to pastoring here. I've never pastored in an American church uh, fully like this. So I said, Hey, come help me in ministry. Come help me with this work. They played an instrument and they were very good in ministry. I said, Let's do the work. And they spent one hour telling me how happy they are for what God is doing how this will be the greatest work and how this, this is it. And I said, yeah, come, come, we do it together. I said, but
2: I cannot come. I cannot.
0: I said, ah, oh, you can't. This is the best thing. The last hour you've been telling me how this is God's hand. This is where God is moving. This is the most anointed place.
2: but you cannot come
0: help me with this work. No, the truth is, you don't believe what you're saying. The moment they walked away from the conversation, the Spirit of God told me, no, 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 don't don't be deceived. Church, people can believe in you for their healing, for their prayer, for their gain. But for them to believe in you is a whole different thing. People can believe in your God, but not in you. I have people who send me prayer requests to pray for them. But I tell you, if you believe in my prayers, I teach prayer every morning, every day. Join the prayer meeting, but they don't. Are you understanding? Don't believe the lie. If someone is willing to date you but not marry you, they don't believe you're a wife. Don't believe the lie about, oh, I'm waiting to have this much money. Oh, please. When a man wants what he wants, there's nothing that will keep him out of it. Do you know when the heart wants what it wants? Do you know there are people who get pregnant to keep a man? Why are you all quiet?
2: Do you know there are people who get pregnant to keep a man? Yeah, just say you've heard of it.
0: I, I saw it. I heard somewhere there that they do these things. If somebody can do that, you want to tell me someone will have a problem marrying you if they love you? No, no. Unbelief manifests in faithfulness. Are you understanding? Are you, do you know the Bible? The Bible says, the Bible says, you lie to somebody, not because you're trying to get out of it, but people lie. Because they hate you. It's in scripture. You lie to somebody or tell somebody a lie because you hate them. We think we lie to get out of situations. But no, no. It's hate is manifested in lies. Hate. And you as a leader, you as a leader, look at me, everybody looking at me, you as a leader must realize there are people you will know. This person doesn't like me. But you'll still have to work with them. You will will look at their face and say, this one talks about me. This one doesn't like me. This one is not for me. But you got to work with them that is maturity in your christian life and if you if you're waiting to just work with people you like you will work with very few people and you will never maximize what you're doing there are things that you leave for god to deal with but teach your people to recognize to recognize that Peter, John, this Judas, this Judas, is the one I'm giving bread. He's going to destroy me. But you still have to work with him. Are you understanding? Teach them the ones that I dip my, my bread and give. This one is disloyal. But work with them. But work with them. This one has unbelief, but work with them. Are you understand? Did you bring your steel toe boots? Yeah. This one has unbelief, but still, we will work with them. Because they are unseen things. Are you understanding? Is this helping somebody? Wow! It is 7 a.m. Everyone on your feet. Everyone on your feet begin to pray. Tell the Lord, give me the strength. Lord, I know there is unbelief in my midst. Not everyone believes in me. Not everyone believes in what God is doing. But Lord, let me be a believer. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, let me be a believer. Lord, give me the strength in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice and pray.
1: Let us not walk with that spirit of Judas, Father, but let us let us have the eyes to see it, Father, to know it, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. Let us not walk in that unbelief, Father. Let us walk in believing, Father. Let us be aware, Father, of the wells of the enemy,
2: Father. Let
1: us not on our full armor, Father, but we are mighty warriors, Father. We are mighty warriors for you, Lord, in the name
0: of Jesus.
1: Lift up your voice and pray. Tell the the Lord, "Make make me the one
0: who is faithful in the mighty name of Jesus,
1: in the mighty Father. name of oh, Jesus. that we are faithful, Father, yes. to do the works, Father. That we are faithful, Father, for your purpose, Father. That we are faithful, Father, and walking, Father, out this life, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that the enemy has no space in our lives, Father, that he will not... um. Be an accuser of the brethren in the name of Jesus Father that we will yes. have those spiritual eyes to see Lord. Very quickly, very quickly ears, Father, our last
0: scripture. Go to Proverbs 26 28. You. Proverbs 26 28. Proverbs 26 28. And I am I'm glad we are closing with that prayer of the accuser because tomorrow we will deal with that. That this look at what the Bible says. Stand, stand we're done, we're done. Look what the Bible says. One, two, three. Read off the screen.
1: A lying tongue hath those that are afflicted by it.
0: A lying tongue hates those that they lie to. People who lie, who cannot tell the truth, they come to you with stories like this, like this. They hate. Church, I know we've been taught to be nice, nice. But the people, hey, can you come and do this and help me here? I know I'm very busy. Oh, you're busy. Okay, thank you. Bye. It's a lie. You don't love. You don't love me. You don't, it's, it's lying and hating are together. That is why Jesus says lying and murder are the same. Do you know people do not divorce because somebody cheated? They divorce because you came home and still told me you love me while you were telling someone else the same things. You must really hate me. Are you understanding? The the anger of being cheated on is not in the action. It's in the manifestation of what you made me. Hey, what are you doing on this day? No. You know, when you realize someone is lying to you, it should open your eyes for you to say, wow. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. And in church, there are
0: many lies someone will sit as a department head while they already have an exit plan. They have already taken volunteer class in another church. They have taken, uh, they, they are ready. And then one day they come tell you, God spoke to me all of a sudden. my friend, they started hating you a long, a long time ago. Are you understanding? But guess what? We have to work with them. I want us to pray this prayer finally that, Lord, don't make me a liar. Let, let me not be a liar. Let my heart be pure. Let my yes be yes. Lord, this, this fifth column, these hidden things, this fifth column, take it out of us. Take it out of us, my God. Take it out of our hearts. Lord, let us be truthful Let us reveal the truth. Let us be genuine. Let us be trustworthy. Let us be straightforward, my God. When things are going wrong, let us tell the truth. When things are going right, let us tell the truth. Let us be straightforward, my God. Let us not be going around in corners and hiding things, my Father. Let our yes be yes, our no be no. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, And take offense away from us, my God. Take lying and malady and anger away from us, my Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, Lord Jesus, I sanctify myself. The words of my lips. The words of my tongue. My prayers. I sanctify myself. Lord, deliver me from lies. Deliver me from deception. deception. Deliver Deliver me from hate. And Lord, put your word in my tongue. Word that only righteousness will come out. That
1: only, righteousness only out.
0: holy words will come that out. Only holy words that will you out. will be glorified in everything we do. That you will be glorified in everything. The fifth column, the fifth column shall, not be in operation shall not be in operation. in my life. In my life. I will not be used,
1: will not be used
0: as, the as the weakest link to stop the work of God. Work of in God. Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Put your hands Amen. together and bless the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.